Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum, and today we're going to be catching up with Donovan Kealoha, and we also have Tom Toy, and they're both uh, managing directors of Startup Capital Ventures. And of course, uh, Donovan is also one of the founders of local nonprofit uh, Purple Maya, and uh, we'll catch up with what's happening there as well. But uh, first off, I wanted to welcome you both to Bite Marks Cafe. Thank you. Great to be here. Hi, Bert. Yeah, great to have both of you on. And of course, uh, Donovan has been on the show before, and Tom, you're you're kind of a, a, a brand new guest to Bite Marks Cafe. But you know, I was saying earlier that you know we don't get to talk too much about uh, some of the the venture side of things, and I think it'd be a good opportunity to kind of catch up and, and find out, you know, how things are going in the in the venture world. But before we do that, um, maybe we'll we'll do a little bit of a quick kind of uh, introductions. Donovan, I mean, maybe how did you get started in this sort of venture world? And then uh, you know, maybe you can just give us a little bit of a backstory on the genesis of of Purple Maya, and and then we can get into your guys' partnership with, um, you know, with Tom Toy. Yeah, my affiliation with Startup Capital Ventures dates back to roughly 2008. Okay. Uh, when I had first started my company called Adama Materials, which was um, UH spin-out, commercializing some novel technology that had been developed at the College of Engineering. At the time, you know, college student or law school student, I met with John Dean, who was the founder of the fund. Mm-hmm. Um, he introduced me to the fund, and that one thing led to another, and they made an equity investment into that company in around 2010. Uh, continued to work on that company, uh, eventually moved on to start a software consulting firm along with Olin Lagan, who you know, mm-hmm. and then eventually came back and joined Tom and our other partner, Tim Dick, when they had gotten Startup Capital Ventures Fund 2 started. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. And in fact, I had you on when you when you uh, uh, did your project uh, back in I think two thousand and eight. Yeah, that was that was my first time being on an interview <laughs> with you. <laughs> That's great. And and Tom, uh, you've been in this business for a bit of time. I mean, what what uh, got you started in the whole venture world? Oh my gosh! Yes, a long time. So I'm originally from the Midwest of the U.S., but mm-hmm. moved to California after school to work for Bank of America for seven years and was networking with some friends who were venture capitalists, and they invited me to join their firm. That was 37 years ago. So, yes, I've been a VC for 37 years. Um, and as um, being part of Silicon Valley, I knew John Dean, who Donovan just mentioned, the founder of our firm longtime friend of his and uh at one point we decided to raise our second fund together instead of me continuing with my prior fund and and him being independent of me so uh we raised that in 2014 2015 along with tim dick as the other managing director mm-hmm. um so long time vc and it's been a great and fun profession and I could add, Bert, too, yeah, sure. you know, Tom's been successful in his career. I mean, you don't get to be a VC for 37 years if you don't have any hits. So he, <laughs> yeah, he's right. He's had a number of successful companies that have gone on to become billion-dollar companies. How many unicorns, Tom, and how many IPOs? Yeah, five unicorns, nine IPOs, a bunch of acquisitions. 
but, you know, Bert, I kind of think of it as if you hold your bat over the plate and you've got a good pitcher, then sometimes the ball hits the bat and you get a base hit. Well, you know, I was going to ask you, over the years, have you, have you focused on any particular sector? What, what uh, were some of those unicorns? What kind of uh, uh, business yeah. focus were, were those companies? Yeah. So our, fund, our current fund is focused on two categories. Um, computer software, and then uh, also deep tech. But for me, over my career, um, I didn't have a vertical expertise, but rather we looked at companies horizontally. So I've got investments in healthcare life sciences, in clean tech and deep tech, and then third category also in information technology, hardware, and software. And some of the companies, um, SunPower, which became the most important U.S. company in the solar energy industry, company we invested in 1990, and, and we finally got a liquidity event 13 years later. Um, but just still close with that founding team, the CEO that founded that company. Wow. Um, another company, UT Starcom, which had a foot in the U.S. and a bigger foot in China and became a very important company um, in China and throughout the world. Um, so, yeah, real happy and privileged to be a part of those companies. Now, Tom, you mentioned deep tech. What, what do you de- how do you define deep tech? <laughs> well, that's a good question. And deep tech, I guess, is a little bit like the kitchen sink. I would call it more physical science. Oh, okay. um, so things that might certainly be a part of that would be climate technology, uh, ESG-type investments, semiconductors, materials, uh, but it is a little bit like a kitchen sink. I see, I see, and 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 Donovan, you know when uh, you get involved with uh, startup capital, what is it that you kind of focus in on? You know, um, maybe just to share a little bit more about the, the fund, our focus area early stage. So we're talking companies that are Series C, mm-hmm. Series A, mm-hmm. in those verticals or categories that Tom had talked about. And so, you know, when we're looking at companies, they are pretty early stage. You know. Uh, the minimum amount of revenue, minimal amount of traction. And so when we when we focus, yes, in those industries like fintech and cybersecurity, enterprise and SaaS, but, you know, what I try to focus on and what Tom is really good at is focusing on the team and trying to suss out or filter out the excellence of those teams mm-hmm. and whether or not our investment at this stage can turn into something meaningful in a relatively short amount of time. And, and Donovan, do you f- spend most of your time focused on startups uh, in, in Hawaii, or do you kind of spread yourself also elsewhere, as, as Tom might in- identify uh, companies? Yeah, I mean, deal flow is everywhere. We do have a mandate to focus on North America, and we focus in particular on the West Coast and Hawaii. And I would say a, a, a good amount of capital is based in Hawaii, um, and we just think there are, you know, ample, good amount of opportunities here in Hawaii, mm-hmm. given the amount of work that has gone into the ecosystem and the, the quality of founders that are building companies now. But to answer directly, you know, I do spend a significant amount of time in the Bay Area. I've got a trip planned next week. So I would say, I don't know, a quarter amount of my time, third maybe, mm-hmm. sometimes spent in the Bay Area looking at companies there. Sounds good. And, and what I would add is that we look at companies as a team. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm looking at Hawaii companies with Donovan and our colleague Tomo Yoshida is as well. 
And similarly, Donovan is helping us in looking at other companies that we're finding in mainland or wherever. You know, I do want to kind of have uh, you guys tell us a little bit about the uh, the new fund, uh, the the SBI, and and maybe what 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 does SBI stand for. But we want to hold that thought. We'll be right back at the short break to continue our conversation with a couple of venture capitalists. We got Donovan Kealoha and Tom Toy. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Ulupono Initiative. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio. I'm Bert Lum. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Donovan Kealoha and Tom Toy, both managing directors over at Startup Venture Capitals, uh, Startup Capital Ventures. And right before the break, we were talking about the, the fund, and I guess it's, a, it's kind of a newly formed fund. And, and maybe, Tom, tell us a little bit about what goes into actually forming the fund and um, what is it uh, aiming to kind of focus in on? Yeah, so thank you. Funds, venture capital funds are raised um, before we have our investments in mind. So we raise uh, effectively a blank check fund that will then go out and find 20 to 24 companies in which to invest. For this fund, Startup Capital Ventures partnered with SBI. And SBI in the old days used to be known as SoftBank Investments but it split from SoftBank in 1999 and became an independent company at that point. So it's separately listed, separate management team, completely different now from SoftBank. Um, It's a Japanese financial services company. SBI is a Japanese financial services company with operations in 15 different countries around the world. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, was it, what what sort of, got the conversation going to start up the fund at this stage of the game? Yeah, it originally um, goes back to a board of directors that I was on and the CEO of SBI was on. Um, This goes back to like 1996, 1997. So it was just networking and keeping relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, But ultimately, uh, SBI decided that it wanted a footprint in the U.S., and they um, and we combined to be that first piece of their footprint in the U.S. And and Donovan, you know, <clears throat> you uh, have have mentioned in some of the notes that you sent to me was, uh, uh, you know, investors SBI and HTDC. What is HTDC also part of the fund, or is that something separate? No, they are definitely part of the fund. We would consider them one of the core anchor institutions. Um, this is coming through that SSBCI monies that came that came through the state. So we were fortunate enough to to partner with HTDC. So their funds are part of our funds that we're now deploying uh, presently. Mm-hmm. Do you do you uh, can you disclose like how much the SBI fund is? As um, a firm as a whole, we have an umbrella amount that we manage of about eighty million dollars. Oh wow! Okay, and and. You know, in terms of uh, uh, companies that have already received funds uh, from the SBI fund, <clears throat> where where are you at this stage of the game? We raised the fund in October 2022. That was our first closing for that fund. And our intent is to have 20 to 24 companies total. Mm-hmm. But so far, we have five. 
we made five investments, and I'll add that two are based in Hawaii. And and Donovan, which companies are those? Yeah, so Shifted Energy, as you know, Forrest and uh, Olin's company, and right. another company called Reef.ai, mm-hmm. which is doing some interesting things, leveraging machine learning, their data science expertise, and helping enterprise companies with their um, net revenue retention issues. So those are the two companies that we've done that have Hawaii roots in this current fund, five companies total. But across the three funds, honestly, we've done eight companies. Approximately $10 million have gone into those companies. Uh, and at least one of them has had a pretty meaningful, successful exit. That company coming from Fund One, White Hat Security, which was actually started on Maui by cybersecurity expert Jeremiah Grossman. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned uh, Shifted Energy, and, and uh, you know, we've talked about sh- Shifted Energy before, and they've been uh, part of some of the accelerators <clears throat> here in Hawaii. Maybe, maybe give us a little background on what Shifted Energy does, just to kind of refresh everybody's memory as to uh, what, uh, what Shifted Energy does. Yeah, they're, a, broadly speaking, a climate tech company. They have a hardware software solution that allows them to aggregate grid-connected devices Turn them into essentially batteries for mm-hmm. their customers, which are utilities or energy aggregators, and allow them to allow the energy aggregators to shift renewable generation to meet demand needs. So, you know, they've been successful in deploying their solution here in Hawaii. They have started to deploy nationwide and even international. So, a number of um, production contracts in Canada and elsewhere. So, we're very excited about the prospects and what they're doing um, right. to help bring more renewables on space, but also to just grow their their presence in, in Hawaii. And Tom, you had mentioned uh, earlier that you've actually, <clears throat> here in, you're here in Hawaii now, you're uh, interviewing companies. What is it that, what is it that you're looking for and how do people or how do companies kind of uh, maybe get your attention? Yeah, it's it's um, an interesting question. So there are lots of things that we're looking for, of course, um, market size, the opportunity, the competitive picture, um, some IP or, or protectable um, issue, which we call sustainable competitive advantages. Mm-hmm. But the thing that is most important to us and that we really spend a lot of time and energy trying to sort through is we're looking at the management team and we're looking for excellence and um, ultimately, of course, it's the management teams that have to drive these companies' success and we're trying to ferret that out and, and make sure that we can make the best choices we can. So, Tom... One, one thing I would add, Bert, too, I, the way that I describe our strategy, it's one of high conviction. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as Tom mentioned, we're looking to do 20 to 24 companies. There are other approaches that other VC firms take where they're essentially putting checks into a bunch of different companies and letting them, you know, let's see what happens with one of them. So mm-hmm. with us, you know, a concentrated portfolio in order for us to be able to make a decision vis-a-vis a bunch of the other companies that we're looking at, it, it requires us to develop conviction in companies. And that comes from building a relationship with the management team, understanding um, their excellence and you know and market size, of course, and those kinds of things. But it's a uh, it's it requires 
sort of a process that we employ, and so it's more than just taking one meeting. Our yeah. take number of meetings, we engage in a rigorous due diligence process. Our Japanese partners help in that. And then we eventually get to a decision, right, where we're investing in company out of the 24 companies. You know, when, <clears throat> when Tom, when looking at companies in Hawaii, and I guess this is kind of a question for both, both of you, uh, you know, you've, you've seen the, the ecosystem here in Hawaii and, you know, the, the talent pool that exists. And uh, admittedly, it's probably a pretty small talent pool. So how do you really kind of not only identify, but how do you grow that talent pool so that you have uh, those, those um, sort of management skills and, and conviction that you're looking for in a, in a marketplace and an ecosystem that's relatively small? And maybe, maybe I'll toss that to Tom, uh, given yeah. that you're kind of looking at this with, with somewhat, uh, you know, eyes on, on uh, Menlo Park and, and, and looking at how it might compare in Hawaii. Right. Well, we do find a lot of talent here, and the talent comes from probably many different sources, but I'll mention two. The university has a, a great deal of excellence and, and a significant amount of funding, and that brings people here, and those people have a lot of expertise in their own fields. So we meet a lot of people that way. But also there are a number of entrepreneurs from Silicon Valley and throughout the U.S. that come here. Maybe they've had a big success, and they come here to just chill for a while, and, and they come up with a new idea. And our job for ourselves is to be part of the ecosystem and to be able to have relationships with people around the university, but also to catch the entrepreneurs who are just chilling here and, and coming up with new ideas and then um, connect with them here and help them expand their idea and grow it into a company. So Donovan, in particular, since he's based here, um, does a lot of that, and networking is a huge part of our job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and I so do want to... Wanna... point, Bert, well, Donovan, growing... I... You know, we, we do invest a lot of time into these entrepreneurs. So when you think about growing, maybe not on a per-head basis, but like with one entrepreneur, mm-hmm. um, you know, we could spend years, months, years working with them, building them up, maybe helping to add to the team before we eventually invest. So that's, you know, uh, an approach, part of the approach that we take. Well, you know, I, I, I do want to give you a chance to maybe share your thoughts about the existing kind of ecosystem, which, you know, contains the companies that, that or, you know, accelerators that we're familiar with, you know, like the Blue Startups and Mana Up and Elemental. Uh, and maybe, you know, maybe you can share a little bit of insight as to how, uh, the the ecosystem kind of <clears throat> you know feeds uh, each other uh, and especially in this case with startup capital ventures. So we want to hold that thought. We'll be right back to this short break to continue our conversation with venture capitalists Donovan Kealoha and Tom Toy. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors Honolulu Waldorf School and Nohea Gallery. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum, right here on HPR One, Hawaii Public Radio. And if you're just joining us, we're talking to Donovan Kealoha and Tom Toy, both managing directors at Startup Capital Ventures. And, 
you know, <clears throat> right before the break, uh, you know, we're kind of talking about the ecosystem and, and some of the uh, accelerators that, that um, have been doing business for a pretty good amount of time. I mean, uh, I know um, Blue Startups is doing uh, East Meets West in the in uh, next uh, few weeks. Uh, and I think, you know, they've been going through several, I think, I don't forget the number already, like 14, 14 or 15 uh, cohorts. Um, Donovan, what is, the, what is your sense of the, the deal flow as a result of some of the accelerators like you know, like uh, Blue Startups and Elemental and Mana Up and others, H- how has the uh, environment kind of developed over the course of the last, let's say, eight, ten years? Well, first, I will say I'm a fan of all of them. You know, they are all working really hard to grow our ecosystem. They employ different strategies that they think that they can feel that they can execute on. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, a fan, and we actually try to support uh, it whenever there's an opportunity to support their efforts. So it's important that they're around because, you know, in some cases, at least with Blue Startups, they're in the, the life cycle of companies before us, right? And so they are working with companies even before we can have an opportunity to work with them. So it's important that they're around, that they're to work with companies, bringing them in, building them up to the point where we can then, you know, take an honest and hard look at the companies and maybe make an investment. I'll give you an example. So I think maybe a couple of cohorts ago, uh, they worked with an entrepreneur who um, I think was right before COVID started a company and just caught fire and was doing really well. That entrepreneur is now working on his new startup and we're talking to him uh, it's a really exciting idea. It's still pre uh, in stealth mode, uh-huh, but uh-huh. had Blue Startups not been around, right? He probably would not come to Hawaii and started his company, and we not wouldn't have had that relationship. So, fan of what they do in terms of where we're at, maybe eight, ten years ago, it's different. Yeah, when I started Adama, there was High Beam was around. That was the organization that right. provided support. There was right. maybe Entrepreneurs Foundation of Hawaii. So it was kind of sparse. Now, you know, you have Elemental that's doing all their good work, relates to climate tech. Um, I know Thrive High is maybe the new kid on the block, and their uh, goal is to continue to build collaborations between partners. And so to me, it's all good. You you need activity to get activity, right? Because, um, you know, things happen when things happen. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. makes sense. Well, how does... How do um Organizations like Thrive High and and even uh, Purple Maya. I mean, how do they fit into your sense of the ecosystem and, and deal flow deal flow uh, creation? Tom mentioned before, yeah, we we invest in teams, and teams are made up of individuals, and mm-hmm. individuals need those skills and experiences uh, and opportunities to go and start to solve some meaningful problems. And so, Purple Maya is an attempt to try to diversify tech industry by introducing primarily native Hawaiians, but just underrepresented folks to the tech industry. I think Thrive High has an approach that uh, is looking at maybe under underappreciated market opportunities. Um, and so it's all important, right? We You cannot start companies if you don't have founders. And so founders come in all shapes and sizes, and there needs to be focus 
uh, and support and nurturing of those founders from the university doing a good job with their new RISE facility and then Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all the organizations that work with them in their respective interest areas. And Tom, are there, are there any uh, particular like uh, organizations that you've sort of started to kind of network with uh, here and, and show some promise of, of uh, some activity? Well, yes. Um, You know, we're looking at everybody in both this ecosystem as well as in California and throughout the U.S. uh, as potential partners. I mean, to some extent, people are competitors, but we're choosing to look at everybody as a potential partner. So there are just a number of organizations we're working with and and continuously networking with um, so that when we do make an investment, there are a number of resources that our companies can reach out to. We ourselves don't invest as a Lone Ranger investor. We're always investing via a syndicate. Mm-hmm, and therefore, mm-hmm. everybody is a potential syndicate partner. Everybody is a potential collaborator, collaborator with us. Um, so that's how we look at different you know, parts, parties of the ecosystem. You know, you mentioned uh, that you have uh, as well a, a Japanese partner that's part of, uh, you know, Startup mm-hmm. Capital Ventures. Does that does that bring in sort of a uh, an, an Asia component? I mean, is there uh, an opportunity for, you know, like Blue Startups doing an East meets West? What do you what do you see as the Asia market uh, with respect to Hawaii? Yeah, I think it's a, a natural kind of in between place for Asian companies, and that is part of the East meets West strategy which we fully endorse uh, and, w- and will be a part of both Donovan and I will be attending that. Mm-hmm. Um, SBI, which is our partner, but there are many others, but SBI has a, its own separate billion-dollar fund that they're looking to make investments and they're watching us and, and asking for potential referrals of our companies. Um, so I think it's a, a real good thing for the world when we do have parts of Asia, when we have parts of, of the U.S. and North America and, and throughout the world, Europe and beyond, collaborating on potential growth opportunities for young companies. So, Donovan, uh, <clears throat> uh, after after you kind of, you know, get involved with uh, some of these activities that are coming up, like, real, real quickly, uh, what, are, what are we expecting to see? Uh, are you, you know, sort of ready to make some announcements or, you know, how... Typically, how Blue Startups and Elemental, they're, they're always sort of promoting some of their uh, cohorts. What do you see yourselves kind of doing to kind of help get the word out? I guess this is it, Bert. You got the <laughs> drop. Yeah, this is our coming out party. We are letting folks know that we are up and running. We've got a new fund. We've made five investments. As mentioned earlier, we're looking to do another, what is that, 15 to 19 potential more companies we think Hawaii has a number of interesting opportunities. Um, hopefully, we'll make a few more investments here in Hawaii. Um, but that's really the announcement, yeah, it's just to kind of share what we're working on. All right on. I think we'll leave all the, the other kind of marketing events to them and just uh, be there when their companies matriculate to the point where we can, you know, get involved. Well, that's, uh, you and know, we'll that's like... that we're, we're getting, we are, um, HVCA, we've been fortunate to be recognized, the firm is. Yeah. I think it kind of speaks to, you know, us being around, John Dean, Catherine O, and Tim Dick uh, being involved in the ecosystem for such a long time. So um, maybe kind of announcing that. That's great. Uh, that's happening tomorrow at the uh, at the Wildlife Country Club. 
Well, so where can people find out more uh, and stay in touch with Startup Venture Capitals? Startup Capital Ventures. Startup Capital yeah. Ventures. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can go to our website. Kind of we're getting ready to launch a new website, but the website is scvscv-sei.com. I'll definitely put it up on our show notes for later on. Donovan Kealoha and Tom Toy, both managing directors of Startup Capital Ventures. And I want to thank you both for joining me today. Thanks thank for the opportunity, Bert. And thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe. Join us next week when we'll talk about the VEX Robotics Competition. If you miss any part of this, this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on BiteMarksCafe.org. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR One every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app or your favorite podcast application. In the meantime, you stay safe. You stay awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Bye.